Welcome back to On the Record. I'm Sheila Cast. Here's a stoop story from Deb Falkenhan about Christmas time in Hamden, huh? So, growing up in Hamden, Christmas time. When I was little, I went to St. Luke's Church at 36 and Chestnut. There was Pastor Colstock, Pastor Pepler. Now we have Pastor Jim. He goes by first name. There were Christmas pageants. That was the big thing that you did was the Christmas pageant. You really worked hard. Sunday school, you went youth group later. You worked on that Christmas pageant so you could do it. Christmas Eve, everybody's at church. A couple times my parents came because they weren't big church people. And the thing that the females wanted to do was they wanted to be the angel because the angel was the important person and you got to wear the white rope. I wasn't one of those girls. I wasn't one of those special ones. So I was a shepherd. I was a king. Fortunately, with Hamden's reputation, I was never married. I don't know. So you got, you got through Sunday school and you got through the Christmas pageant. As I got older, we had a lot of things that went on in Hamden that were fun um, that didn't involve restaurants and bars. We had three major ec corps in Hamden at one time. Um, I belonged to two of them at different times of my life. And that was probably the first time that I had anything to do with the Christmas parade in Hamden. It was, it has, it was and has, is still called the Mayor's Christmas Parade. Just to give you a little background, it is not for that particular mayor. That parade was started by Mayor William Donald Schaefer, who came to Tommy Kerr, who is still with the Christmas Parade in his 70s and still runs it. And he wanted to have the Christmas Parade in Hamden. And he said to Tommy, so do it. Tommy put the Christmas parade together, and when I was in the Hamden Buttoneers, I marched in the Christmas parade in the drum line with my glockenspiel. <laughs> we had to learn Christmas songs. As I got older, it switched to a xylophone. I carried it, straps coming down here, hooking onto these poles, and I played with two hands. I, my, the Buttoneers broke up. My drum instructor, who was a fabulous man named Joe Robel, and uh, he was teaching a corps in Baltimore Hollands, the Caperettes, and a bunch of us went down there and joined their corps. We still came back to Hamden. We got invited to participate in the Christmas parade. Um, it was fun, except for when it snowed. <laughs> Snow is not good for drumheads. Rain is not good for drumheads. But that Christmas parade went on and continues to go on. It's only been canceled once in 46 years. Um, it, it was a big part of growing up with me. As I got older, I got a job on the railroad. I worked for CSX, not exactly a favorite name in, Ham, in Baltimore right now. And I worked as a tower operator. If you know anything about the railroad, if you would see those little buildings on the sides of the road... That's what I sat in, and I laid in switches and signals for the trains. Being single at the time, I always worked the holidays. 
I remember one year I worked North Avenue Tower, 11 to 7, 11 at night, 7 in the morning. I was sitting underneath the North Avenue and Howard Street bridges by myself in this tower, doors locked. It was, it was okay. And about 5 o'clock in the morning, there was a train coming. I hit the pedal for the dispatcher. I said, run the main at North Avenue. And I got, what? There's somebody there? I was like, yeah. Well, where you been? I've been here all night. Well, you haven't said anything. I said, we haven't run any trains. <laughs> well, we don't have to do anything. But that was, that was one eventful Christmas. But, you know, because I had no kids... <laughs> It was okay. People that had kids, I'd rather them be home with their family. I don't know. But then in 1992, I had my own child. Uh, That definitely changed Christmas for me. Unfortunately, my my mother didn't make it to that point. She passed away in 86, but she had a big deal. Christmas was her biggest holiday next to St. Patrick's Day. She did an artificial tree for probably the last 10 years she was alive. She put that tree up right after Thanksgiving. She decorated it beautifully. We listened to Christmas music until New Year's Day. New Year's Day, Christmas decorations came off. She decorated it for Valentine's Day. We had hearts all over the tree. I know. The 15th of February, all the hearts came off. We had shamrocks, <laughs> and you listened to Irish music until the end of midnight on March 17th. Then the tree came down, because she decorated the outside tree for Easter. I uh, know. But once Tyler was born, that's my son, and it changed Christmas for me. I stayed home the first five years, which I was very fortunate to be able to do that. And Christmas went along really well, watching him grow up and get excited and do the Santa Claus pictures and those cutesy little outfits, you know, had all those photographs taken. Till the year he wasn't very well behaved. And I picked up the phone and I called a friend of mine who heats by coal. And I said, I need a shovel full of coal. It's like, for what? I said, because Tyler's getting it for Christmas. He's like, you're kidding. I said, no. I split it up among about three boxes. He had, he had other boxes. They had pajamas, socks, underwear, and three boxes of coal. He got done. He was about 10. He got done opening those presents. And he's like, is that it? I was like, yeah. No, nah, that can't be it. I was like, no, that's it. You, you weren't good. You got cold. <laughs> Needless to say, yes, by the end of the evening, he did get his other presents that were hidden in the living room. I, I couldn't do that. I don't know. Um, as I got older, Christmas wasn't, you know, it was, it was good, but, you know, teenagers, it's not a big deal. You know, this video game, that video game, okay, fine. I opened the hardware store when he turned, was heat when he was five, reopened it. And I've been doing it for, I'm in my 21st year now. And uh, thank you. 
And I've also gotten reinvolved with the Christmas parade. As I said, Tom Kerr is still doing the Christmas parade. He's in his 70s. Still does a great job, frets over it, starts in January, because it's all donation. Just so y'all know, if you come to the Christmas parade, when you see those elves go down the street, they're helping to make money for that parade. Cost $35,000 this year. It's all donation. We don't get any help. And yes, we do pay the city for the trash men and the police and the lost parking. So just so you know. But um, I had a great group of elves this year. We collected $2,300 walking the parade route. Thank you to everybody if you were there. And I ended up being on the corner of 34th Street, the block of Christmas lights, the miracle. And I love it. Everybody says, well, doesn't it bother your business? No, it doesn't bother my business. I walk to work. I walk home. I like watching the kids. The best part is coming out of the store between 5 and 6 o'clock right about now. And I'm putting trash cans away. And you hear these children come around the corner from Chestnut Avenue walking. And you're like, Mommy, look at those lights. And it's just the best feeling in the world to see those kids get so excited. So Christmas in Hamden... For me, it's been pretty damn good all these years. So come to 34th Street. Come visit us. That was a stoop story from Falkenhand's hardware owner, Deb Falkenhand, about the quirky Christmas traditions in her family and in Baltimore's Hamden neighborhood. We have more information about the Stoop Storytelling series, including upcoming live events and the Stoop podcast at the On the Record page at WYPR.org. I'm Sheila Cast. Glad you're with us on the record. If you'll be celebrating, hope your Christmas is peaceful and joyous. <laughs>